0: It's time to take off your clothes, enjoy clothes-free living, and join us for Naked, Nudist, and Naturist.
1: Welcome to Naked, Nudist, and Naturist, the show that celebrates clothes-free living for all. I'm your host, Frank Stone.
0: And I'm your correspondent, Lisa Monroe, and I'll be reporting on all things within the naturist community. So it's time to get naked and join
1: us. And enjoy clothes-free living on Naked, Nudists, and Naturists. Welcome on in to Naked, Nudists, and Naturists, episode 15 today. Come on in. The water is fine, as we always say, because it's always fine when you're living the clothes-free life for all of the right reasons. If you are a long-time naturist, or nudist, or naked person, whatever you call yourself, then you already know the feeling. Not only do the clothes come off, but all the barriers come away as well. Emotionally, physically, spiritually, you name it, we are now barrier-free and we can live the life that we were intended to live. We are really interested to know what your naturist, nudist, naked life looks like. So on Spotify, if you're listening on Spotify, we have a question there for you. Basically, just tell us about your naked, nudist, naturist life. Do you live clothes-free every day? Are you always clothes-free in the home? Can you be clothes-free outside? Do you go to naturist, nudist parks? Do you go to naturist, nudist beaches? Do you go for naked hikes? A lot of people do that as well. Do you do a lot of naked boating? Where I live, a lot of people do naked boating. Not too close to the shore, they wait till they get a mile out or so, and then the clothes come off, and they are clothes-free on the waterways. So what do you do? We are always interested in knowing that. We'd like to promote that. We will not read your name on the air if you don't want us to, and that's one of the guarantees that we make here. If we're going to read something of yours, or if we want to read something of yours, we will notify you and ask permission. And if you give permission, we'll go ahead and read it. So feel free to write in. Nothing will be read on the air unless we have your permission to do so. I believe everybody knows our naturist, nudist, naked story here. We are nude in the studio every single day. We're an actual radio station. We publish and produce a lot of shows here. Some in-house and some from other people that we take care of and put on the air here. And we are also involved in podcast land and a bunch of other activities regarding print Anything with media, we're all over the place here, and we work in the nude here. And everybody knows the story. I told it on uh, several episodes ago. It did not start out that way. It wasn't a naked studio. Who wants to work here? It was a regular, functioning, societal studio. And then one thing led to another, and organically, we became nude in the studio. I am told, although I've never actually checked up on this, but each employee here. Uh, lives a closed free life all of the time not just at work but when they're at home and they seek opportunities to go to beaches and to resorts and to sit out in their backyards or on their porches in the back and so that's what we do close free living for all of the right reasons and interested in what you do what you can do some people are limited by where they live or the people to whom next door uh, they live we understand all of that we're just interested What's the clothes-free life look like for you? So if you don't mind taking a moment on Spotify, we'd appreciate that. Well, we give you a brand new show every Saturday morning, 6 o'clock a.m. Eastern Time. It drops on Spotify. And then eventually it goes to a lot of places. We are not in control of the eventually part. It might happen within one minute. It might be three or four hours. We just don't have control over that. But we are also on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Amazon Music, Amazon slash Audible, we are on iHeartRadio, Podbean, Deezer, you name it. We are out there everywhere in podcast land. Just type in Naked Nudists and Naturists in a podcast platform of your choice and this show will come up. But it's guaranteed to be on Spotify 6 a.m. Eastern Time every single Saturday morning. How about that? And as we have mentioned before, every show is exactly one hour. Technically, it's 59 minutes and 59 seconds. <laughs> There's a reason for that. No need to get into it here in Radioland. But uh, let's just call it an hour. Every show's an hour, which makes it easy for you as the listener to plan out your day. OK, I only have 15 minutes right now. I'm going to put on the first 15 minutes of Naked Nudists and Naturists. When I get to work, I'll have a half an hour, I'll listen to 30 minutes, and on the way home, 15 minutes, I'll have knocked off the entire episode in one day just by planning out my day. But every show is an hour, so it makes it easier for you to plan. We are constantly getting messages from people who listen to the show, and they tell us where they listen to the show. A lot of people listen to it inside of their homes as they're doing something else, painting, making breakfast, making dinner. Cleaning, vacuuming, washing floors. We're glad we keep people entertained while doing those jobs. Other people listen to it at work. Other people listen to it while they are driving. Some listen to it while they are at events, such as a soccer game. They have their headphones on in the stands while they watch their kids play soccer. Wherever you listen, we're just glad that you do. That's what's nice about podcast land. You can take us wherever you go. Well, on today's show, we will talk to Carrie Jane. She is the owner-operator of BHH Naturist Resort, Fuerteventura, in the Canary Islands. What a gorgeous piece of property she has. A gorgeous house, a gorgeous pool, a gorgeous deck. And I believe she has four rooms available for your stay. And we will talk all about that, as well as her work in naturism. By the way, she actually worked with the guy who used to be Prince Charles. He's now the king over there in the UK. That's where she's from originally. As she points out during the interview, she did not work with Prince Charles regarding naturism or nudism. (laughs) Totally separate. Uh, But she's worked with a lot of people, worked in theater for a long time. And so we're excited to have her with us. Carrie Jane from BHH Naturist Resort in Fuerteventura in the Canary Islands. Part one of my interview with her today. We will also talk briefly to Linda Weber. Everybody knows that name. True Blue Nude. I am the face of naturism. She is everywhere under the sun, literally under the sun, when it comes to naturism, nudism, spreading the word about clothes free living for all of the right reasons. You can find her everywhere, and she has to come on the show today to talk about beaches, the Beaches Foundation. She is a big part of that, and they have a special event coming, and she wants to tell us all about that, and so we will talk to her in just a couple of minutes, in fact. We will also have our regular weekly correspondent, Lisa Monroe. She'll be weighing in today. We'll talk a lot about Stephane Deschain, owner of Bear Oaks Family Naturist Park, also has his own podcast, The Naturist Living Show. He has been very kind to us. He ran our promo on his most recent show, and we are going to publicly thank him today when I talk to Lisa Monroe. Great work up there near Toronto, and uh, we are proud to call him our friend here at Naked Nudists and Naturists. Now, before we get to all of that, I have a few messages I want to read to you. This is from Graham down in New Zealand. We've read his uh, writings before. Thank you for the excellent podcast. Listening to you and Lisa discuss housing issues, despite your nice weather, I don't think I'll be moving anytime soon. (laughs) Yes, we are in hurricane land, that is for sure. New Zealand enacted laws covering the undeclaration of human rights in 1990, part of which states the human form has dignity and worth. This obviously applies to the whole Thus, not part can logically by its existence be determined an attack on society. In addition, New Zealanders have the right to self-expression and beliefs. Our courts determine naturism to be an expression of belief. Have a good day, guys. And that's from Graham in New Zealand. And maybe we should all just pack up our bags, small bags, we don't need much, and head to New Zealand. They seem to have their acting gear when it comes to naturism down there. Prior to that message from Graham, he also sent another note. Just listen to episode 12, most excellent. Prior to the Raj in India, when the caste system was strictly adhered to, women from lower castes were required to remain topless as a measure of status in society. I don't know if this had influence on the Indian attitude to nudity. Personally, I reckon the clothing industry should be charged with crimes against humanity given the excess resource usage and the pollution they cause. And again, those two notes are from Graham down in New Zealand. We thank him very much. And the last message I want to read to you from A.B. Friendly Bear. We've read his notes before. Bear is B A R E A B Friendly Bear. Hey, guys, I think a question that people ask themselves and get asked is, am I a nudist or am I a naturist? So I thought maybe we could run a third term out there. We can just use the term, I am a recovering textile. (laughs) And again, that's from AB Friendly Bear. We thank him for his note as well. You are listening to Naked Nudist and Naturist, episode 15 today. Brand new show every Saturday morning, 6 o'clock a.m. Eastern Time on Spotify and then branches out from there. We thank you very much for being with us today. Let's get to my brief interview and discussion with Linda Weber. I am the face of naturism, true blue nude. Everybody knows Linda Weber. So let's find out what she has to say today regarding the Beaches Foundation. So let's go out to California for a few moments uh, and talk to the face of naturism, true blue nude, also known as Linda Weber, and uh, find out what she has to say. Something about beaches today. First of all, let's welcome her to the show. Good morning, Linda. How are you today?
2: Hi, Frank. I'm doing well.
1: Life treating you okay? You're able to still get outside uh, clothes-free, I hope?
2: Yes, the weather's great, and so I've been really spending a lot of time out there.
1: Yeah, we're, we're going to make people in northern U.S. and certainly Canada a little jealous. You know, we're in October, and we're still outside clothes-free, but, you know, they could move down here or out where you are, right? That's true. They could come visit, and I'll share some <laughs> of my son with them. That's right. That's <laughs> right. All right. Well, what do we have going on? You have something going on with BEACHES, right?
2: Yes, Frank. Today I'm here to ask for support for the BEACHES Foundation Institute Museum Project. In a my recent podcast with you, um, it was mentioned that I'm a governor for the BEACHES Foundation, and what uh, BEACHES stands for is Beach Education Advocates for Culture, Health, environment and safety, um, which has spearheaded nudist advocacy and uh, activism for since about 1999. My fellow governors and I are a coalition of devoted individuals who bring a wealth of experience and leadership in nudist activism. Uh, At the heart of our movement Uh, lies a rich tapestry of history, culture, and shared experiences. Now we are reaching out to you with a landmark initiative that aims to celebrate and safeguard our nudist history and culture, the establishment of a nudist museum, library, and institute near the iconic Holover Beach, which I know a lot of people know about. Mm -hmm. Uh, This endeavor transcends mere infrastructure. It embodies our collective journey, battles, victories, and unwavering belief in the principles of naturism. As we stand on the cusp of realizing this monumental vision we're reaching out to the nature's community for the invaluable support that we need. Now why this project matters is it's a guardianship of our legacy. This museum will serve as a timeless sentinel ensuring our history achievements and ethos are forever immortalized for future generations to draw inspiration from. The work today will one day become a part of that history. Mm -hmm. Promotion and education the institute will be instrumental in educating visitors about the values and benefits of naturism dispelling myths and nurturing respect for our community which i think is most needed right now it is an essential factor to provide education for those who aren't familiar where they don't understand the naturist philosophy we really i think that's probably one of the most key things mm-hmm. it'll also be a hub for connection or a space where naturists already and the public can gather to share, teach, learn, and celebrate our shared ideas, which I think bonding with the public will be just key to helping, you know, to normalize naturism. Mm -hmm. And one of the parts that I am really excited about is any contributions to the Beaches Foundation, not only are an investment, but they are fully tax deductible because we have a 501c3 status. Mm -hmm. So this is going to be great because as you, um, open up your pocketbooks and your checks. It will not only benefit you; it will benefit us. So it's it's a it's a win-win. Mm-hmm. And I think now more than ever is a perfect moment for our community to un- unite and champion this this great project. So we have financial or any other uh, forms of support would be wonderful. Um, and you can donate directly through on the beaches website, and that's www.beachesfoundation.org forward slash donate shop and then i'm sure frank will include this information plus uh, i'll give him the address so if you would like to send in a check that would be wonderful so i appreciate being able to uh, talk about this this great project that we've got coming up
1: oh you bet now they can you mentioned they can donate right through the website so a credit card or a paypal or anything credit union different things yes yes okay and you do take the old-fashioned way of a check
2: we will take the money. I, if, if you want to bring it by a carrier pigeon, it, we will <laughs> gladly accept it. So
1: They can drop $100 bills over a beach and somebody will be there to collect them for this, right?
2: I will go out there and I will collect them myself. How's that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> sounds, that sounds great. Now, uh, the whole organization of beaches, you do more than just naturism, right? You're, you're out there helping anybody and everybody who can, who can protect a beach and obviously for naturist activity, but maybe just help clean up a beach to show people we're actually real people?
2: Yes. Yes. There's so much uh, that beaches does, you know, yeah. we, uh, we monitor legislation, um, of course, haul all over the world. Everybody knows about haul And I think yeah. that is one of the the key things that we show that, uh, through the struggles and, and all the stuff that we wanted to do, haul was made a reality. And, um, you know Shirley and Richard Mason have done wonderful work, and it is really mm-hmm. the, the the beacon for everybody else to say, "Hey, it can be done," uh, yeah. and that that's why we really wanted to uh, expand it because people do know about Holover, so we'd like to build on that because it's so successful, and that's why we'd like to and, and we want to think about now setting up something for our our nature's history because you know yeah. today is going to be today, but tomorrow is it, it'll be our past
1: yeah well, a lot of people think Holover Beach has been there forever as a naturist beach, but that's not true. It's only been what thirty years or so
2: it seems like it is because it, it is so yeah. iconic and people yeah. from all over the world know about it, but it is it's it's our recent past, so to speak yeah. Yeah. and so it it that it, it but it does show it can be done it's it's difficult but and that's one of the things beaches does is is also work with people that do want to try to see if they could work with their their council or you know, the city to see if they could get a nude beach anywhere
1: all right well very good to have you again Uh, now uh, if again uh, just tell people again uh, it'll be in the show notes but if they want to donate to beaches for this uh, great cause uh, how can they do that again
2: Uh, we have the website and it is www.beachesfoundation.org forward slash donate shop and that's for if you want to click through Um, otherwise we have an address if you would like to uh, send a regular check we would
1: appreciate that <laughs> yeah, definitely so always great to talk to you uh true blue nude i am the face of naturism linda weber all of the above thank you very much linda have a great day let's talk again soon
2: thank you frank i appreciate this
1: thank you isn't she absolutely fantastic and linda weber i am the face of naturism true blue nude she is out there every day and every night, I don't think she sleeps. She's just always out there on behalf of all of us promoting naturism, nudism, naked, nude, being clothes-free for all of the right reasons. And everything that she discussed is in the show notes about Beecher's Foundation. And we thank Linda Weber for being with us on today's show. As we often say on this show, since we are naked, nudists, and naturist, all about clothes-free living for all the right reasons... If you haven't already done so, take your clothes off and join us. There's no video here. We won't see you. So you're in the privacy of wherever you are. But keep it safe, not while you're driving around, not while you're in the store. But if you're in a place where you can have your clothes off while you listen to the show, so much the better. We get a lot of letters on that. People sit at their pool. They sit on their deck. They sit in their living room, clothes free while listening to this show. You are listening to Naked Nudist and Naturist, episode 15 today. You already know, a brand new show every Saturday morning, 6 o'clock a.m. Eastern Time. We thank you very much for being with us. We are in this together. You need us. We need you. Let's help each other out to promote the messages of close, free living for all the right reasons. And eventually we'll get there where it's accepted as normal because you know it is. You know that. I know that. So let's keep working together to promote the word. As you can tell by the music underneath me, that can only mean one thing. It's time to bring in our weekly correspondent, Lisa Monroe. So let's bring in our weekly correspondent, Lisa Monroe. Good morning, Lisa. How are you today?
0: Good morning, Frank. I'm doing terrific today.
1: Good. Good to have you with us. You're always here, and that's a good thing, isn't it?
0: well i don't seem to be going away so i just turn up like the old proverbial bad penny that's i guess
1: right. <laughs> you show up on every show properly attired smiling and energetic who can ask for more
0: and well that that's pretty decent that you know being full of energy is a good thing mm-hmm. um, um and so do you so yeah, the, yeah. i think it comes from being satisfied with who we are and with the fact that we're not having to put on clothes this morning. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, or any
1: morning, unless we have to go exactly. to the floor. I wanted to talk today a little bit about uh, Stéphane Duchesne. hope I said that. You know, it, it's, I'm not a French person. I took Spanish. I did not take French, but that's close. At least he knows who we're talking about. And uh, he was nice enough last spring when we talked about getting this show together. He said, you know, if you do get it together and let me know, send me a promo and I'll play it on my show. And he did that not too long ago uh, in September. And uh, the show when he had uh, George on from Naturist Hub, he started his show off by playing our promo to help advertise us. And I just want to go as public as I possibly can to thank him for that. And I know you think uh, and feel the same way.
0: I absolutely do. It was a wonderful gesture on his part. And just a really good, good support for the efforts that, you know, you started and I came in on. And I think that it's something that the community needs. We need more voices simply because, you know, they're not enough of us. And if so, the more voices, the more reach we have to different individuals. So I think it's a very good thing. And, and what he did has, uh, has been a good thing for us as
1: well. Oh, very much so. I always call him, uh, he doesn't necessarily accept this or use it himself, (laughs) but I call him the godfather of naturism uh, because, first of all, he's been around for a long time doing it at a higher level than I think anybody else. He's been involved in everything. He put his money where his mouth is, bought a, a park and turned it into a naturist park. He's run for office. He's been big in the Canadian naturism foundation or whatever they called it i might have the title wrong but you know what i mean Right. Uh, certainly the inf international uh, naturism federation he's the president of that now so he's out there and he's been doing this podcast forever i think he said since uh, 2008 which i think was before most people even heard of podcasting he was out there doing it on a regular basis
0: he was a pioneer in this there's no question about it from and apparently saw the importance of this kind of level of communication so
1: yeah yeah he, he's talked to me before about gear sometimes he'll mention gear on one of his shows different microphones different cords different setups different software so he's always exploring and trying to improve and trying to get it just right and I know that feeling we're the same way we don't just go to uh, I'll say Kmart because I don't think they're around much anymore they might have one or two stores left We don't just go to Kmart and pick the first thing, a blue light special. You know, we put some time and money into this to get decent equipment. And so is he. So he takes it seriously. And again, he's been doing it since 2008. And a lot of people don't know this. I'll share this story now. You obviously know it. But, you know, uh, I've been, uh, as I mentioned before on the show, I've done radio for a long time, been naked for a long time, (laughs) just never put the two together and never thought about putting the two together because we do some other things here. We actually own a radio station. We fire several shows through here, nothing to do with naturism. You know, it's uh, music and business and uh, the medical field and some other things. And we talk a lot about a lot of things on the station and through our shows here, but never got into naturism. And Earlier this spring, we were sitting around talking about some other options we could do, you know, down the road, we want to expand, we want to pull back, you know, it's good to have those conversations. And it was mentioned, uh, you know, why don't we do a naturism show? At the time, there were only really three shows that were putting out consistent uh, quality slash content. There might have been more. I'm not denigrating anybody. If I miss somebody, I apologize for that. Uh, But certainly Stefan was the leader because he'd been doing it the longest and and does a really good job, he and uh, Samantha. And he and I have a bit of a history together, not much, but enough that I knew him well enough. You know, we don't want to dive into doing a naturist show unless the godfather of naturism (laughs) (laughs) says it's okay. basically, because there's no sense getting into something and just taking everybody off. So I got in touch with him. I said, here's what we're thinking. What do you think? And, of course, he said it's a great idea. And he agreed with us. There are not enough voices out there. You just said it a moment ago without us rehearsing this. There just are not enough voices out there. Yeah, (laughs) literally voices. You know, there are people who write about it. There are people who go to clubs and nudist beaches, naturist beaches, but actual voices in podcast land or radio land, not enough. The ones who are out there are good, and I'm glad they're doing it. But I thought we could use more because we're not in competition with with each other. We're trying to help each other and just get the word out, are not we?
0: Absolutely, and I think that you know what what someone hears on our show, you know, they may hear the same thing on another show. There's positive reinforcement in that, and then they may also glean something else from each individual uh, group. So, you know, there's it's, there's enough to go around. You know, that's why there's you know 57 varieties of things, and I think it's um, I think it's important that the message be heard. You know, there's a thing in radio, because I've done radio for, yeah. you know, for a years too. There's a thing called repetition. How yep. you get your advertising out is that you mm-hmm. repeat the same ad the same time, the same day, every day. And it's because people, you know, sometimes they drift off and they don't hear, but if they hear it enough, they'll begin to internalize what's being said. And that makes a big difference in how people perceive things.
1: Well, you're right. And even the same guest, as you somewhat mentioned, if uh, if each of us has the same exact guest on, I don't know how many of us are doing this now, four, five, six, seven, guessing could be more, but let's just go with 10 as a round number. Yeah. If all 10 of us are doing naturism podcasts and each one of us has the same exact guest on, mm-hmm. to me, that's fine. A couple of guests have said, well, you know, I did this show. Maybe I, no, no, come on on. Because like what you just oh. said, you know, they'll say, I'll just make up a name here, John Smith. Yes. I heard John Smith on this show. I heard him on Stefan's show. I heard him on uh, Frank and Lisa's show. This uh, John Smith might be somebody to listen to. So the more the guest gets out there, the better it is for them. But also that consistent message keeps promoting Clothes for a Living for all the right reasons, right?
0: Exactly. Exactly. And I think the one thing that you can say that Stefan has that we all should strive for, and that's the commitment to this community. I mean, he's definitely uh, shown that. Over and over and over again. And that level that he's brought to it is important because he's approached it everywhere from the legal standpoint, from the laws, from the governing bodies of the groups to, you know, the families that come to his park. So, you know, if you can't, you can't fault anyone for basically living what he also says. That's right. You know, a lot of us don't, <laughs> you know. Right. You know, we. Yeah, but you know, I, I might say I'm going to walk out here naked, but I more than likely won't because I know my community and I know what would happen. Yeah. But you know, he may, he just might yeah. do that, and oh, has. Would, yeah. So, yeah.
1: you know, he said on uh, when he did the promo on the show in September, uh, right before he played the promo, he said he had we had only done two shows at that point. Mm-hmm. So we did our first show was July first, second show was July eighth. Third was on July 15th. So he recorded the his part of the promo between the 8th and the 15th, obviously. Mm-hmm. He said they only have two shows up. He said they have a very aggressive schedule. They plan to release a show every week. And he had shared with me privately a couple of times, I, you know, that's a whole lot of work. You sure you want to do it? And of course, my answer is yes. We'd already thought it out. And we've been doing this forever. We're not new to the podcast, radio, uh, voices out there yeah. world. This is old hat for us. So we know how yeah. to do it. It's just a matter if we want to and if it's worth our time. And we decided that it was. But I also understand where he was coming from. He did a show, I forgot when it was, a few years ago, where I think most of the show and maybe the whole show is devoted to other people's podcasts. And he contacted many people and said, if you'd like to do a segment, you know, roughly 10 minutes or so, I forgot the timeline, go ahead and record it. Tell us what you do send it in and I'll put it on my show. And he did all unedited on purpose Wow. because he didn't want to get involved in tainting a message. Just, you send it, I'll put it on. So he did that. And some of those shows are no longer with us. So he's had the experience of people dive into a naturism show. And after X number of episodes, they're just gone. They don't even say goodbye. They just <laughs> stop. And so I understand where he was coming from, but I think we can honestly say to our listeners, that's not going to be us. We're going to be here for a very long time.
0: We definitely have the commitment to this yeah, because we both believe that the message is important and that mm-hmm. the message needs to be out there. And it's important to us as well. It's not just that we're trying to tell other people what to do. No, it's right. how we choose to live. And right. I think it's, it's just, it's good to get that message out because too many people kind of teeter. And we've, you've, we've heard from listeners and that, You know, so many of them wanted to do it, took a while to get there to do it. A couple of said they felt encouraged by what they've heard from us and from others. And that's kind of what we need. We need that kind of camaraderie that this is, you know, that this is okay to have this need to be undressed and to, you know, enjoy nature the way we choose to enjoy it. And so I think that you were right. Stefan is the godfather. He paved the way and (laughs) kind of leads the charge as far as, you know, how we should conduct ourselves in about this community.
1: Yeah, no, there's no doubt. And he's been doing it since 2008. And I know Samantha joined him a few years ago, two, three, within the last two, three, four years, and does a lot of editing and promo work behind the scenes. So uh, hats off to both of them, but especially to Stefan, because the words came from him. You know, he uh, offered the promo, which was very nice of him. A lot of people would not do that. No. In fact, nobody else did that. (laughs) Let's make that clear.
0: That just shows his level of confidence in who he is and what his message is. And he needs to see it shared.
1: Yeah. And I think he believes that we need more voices. I agree. Whatever number we have right now, I'm just saying 10. I don't think it's that many, but why not 20? Why not 50? Why not 1,000? Let's have everybody talking about this in a meaningful way with terrific content. So people get the message over and over.
0: And the more that there are, the more odds are more people will come across them. Mm, You know, they may put in a keyword looking for something and all of a sudden one of us show up. Mm -hmm. So, and we've kind of seen some strange numbers because of some things because of that, because I think people are, they may be actively searching for naturism. They may be looking for something else and we could pop up too, but they I think that there is a need out there and we just need to fill it. We need to fill yep. it. And then we all need to fill it.
1: Yep. And that's what we're doing. And again, uh, we want to thank all of our listeners. The numbers are way off the charts. Uh, show wise, <laughs> <They are.
0: laughs> show
1: wise, as well as preview wise. Uh, we just do the previews in there as a tease from uh, one of our uh, upcoming guests. In fact, he'd done a lot of producing of films and uh, various shows he suggested. It. I thought, well, that's, that's, let's try. It. That's a great idea. And we did it as a Wednesday thing to kind of tease for the Saturday thing, but those numbers are off the charts. So we thank our listeners and we definitely thank uh, Stefan DeShane, Bear Oaks, uh, family naturist park in Toronto, as well as his show, the naturist living show. Uh, Lisa, last word is yours. Now we're going to turn you loose.
0: Well, I just like to say, as you did, thanks to Stefan for helping pave the way and also to the listeners that we have who are just simply amazing. Um, the comments are wonderful the you know the fact that you're communicating with us um, about shows and about other things and about your own life experiences that means a lot to us because that just spurs us on to know that we're reaching a, a group of people that need to hear the the message and and it's resonating and we really appreciate that very much
1: yeah very well said so we are here We've, this is our 15th week, which means 15th episode. We're not going anywhere anytime <laughs> soon. We'll be here for the long haul. And again, yep. a special thank you to Stefan for that promo. And Lisa Monroe, thank you for being here. We'll see you next time.
0: Absolutely, Frank. Thank you.
1: Right, Bye. Thank you. Bye. The terrific Lisa Monroe. Always good to get a woman's voice and a woman's perspective to all of this, and she certainly does both very well. Been a naturist slash nudist, clothes-free person for about twenty years, and loves living the life every single day. So we thank Lisa Monroe for everything. You are listening to Naked Nudist and Naturist, Episode Fifteen today. Brand new show every Saturday morning, six o'clock a.m. Eastern Time on Spotify, other podcast platforms. Throughout the day after that. Well, let's get to part one now of my interview with Carrie Jane. She is the owner, operator, proprietor of the BHH Naturist Resort, Fuerteventura in the Canary Islands. What an amazing woman. What an amazing life and career. And now she's living the clothes free life and inviting others to stay with her and enjoy her resort as well. So here we go. Part one of my interview with the terrific Carrie Jane. So let's uh, go out to the canary islands this morning we're going to talk to carrie jane uh, born and raised in the uk and had some uh, very lofty positions and we'll talk about that uh, even worked for who, the guy who's now king charles even worked for him for a while and we'll certainly talk about that uh, but she gave up the uk and moved permanently to the canary islands had a house there and decided you know what nude beaches are everywhere on the canary islands why don't i just turn my house into a naturist resort and she did It's called the B.H.H. Naturist Resort. Uh, So from the Canary Islands, uh, let's welcome Carrie Jane. Good morning, Carrie. How are you today?
3: Good morning. Yeah, I'm exceptionally well. I'm in uh, Fuerteventura, which is one of the Canary Islands. There's eight in total.
1: Yeah, I I actually enjoy saying that, Fuerteventura. It just sounds like it rolls off the tongue, like Julio Iglesias would say it.
3: (laughs) (laughs) It does, it does. There is some resemblance, actually, to Julio, I must admit, looking at you.
1: I think his bank account is slightly larger than mine. You know, his, his uh, starts with a B, uh, as in billions. Mine doesn't. So, <laughs> oh, possibly okay. <laughs> actually, uh, now that you mention that, you know, I used to sing quite a bit with bands. I had my own band, and we did a lot of Julio Iglesias songs. And my my range is kind of sort of his. So, it's, it's kind oh, of okay. fun. Yeah. So, are we I
3: mean, going to have time? Are we going to have time to listen to you later? You know, right. maybe if I was in my previous career, I could have. Um, you know, auditioned you for a for a piece um, in one of our musicals when I was a theater producer. (laughs)
1: That's right. I would have auditioned for sure. I've been in a few plays, but not a whole lot. My uh, that part of my career was all a musician playing piano and drums and singing. Uh, I did a few Mm -hmm. acting things, but really acting is not my bag. I won't claim to be an actor, but I can imitate Mm -hmm. Julio Iglesias by saying Fuerteventura. How about that? (laughs)
3: <laughs> very good i actually love it when i get musicians um as guests here um because quite often they bring their um instruments and i've got a guitar on site and we have some fantastic evenings you know around the fire pit um you know uh improvising singing and stuff all um you know nude it's really good fun
1: yeah oh yeah i I need to book a, a, a trip there. I, I, I'm already hooked. So yeah. <laughs> just a few minutes Excellent. in, I'm ready to go.
3: Yeah, there's new flights, actually, from um, the States to Tenerife, directly to the ten, to Tenerife. Okay. Or you can come via Madrid. It's dead easy.
1: Okay. Now, you are uh, in the Canary Islands. You're near the south end, as I recall. Is that correct?
3: I'm in the south of the island of Fuerteventura. yes, Julio.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so... <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, so that our listeners know if they're in the United States uh, that's roughly in terms of uh, the latitude roughly equal to maybe mi- the Miami area, Miami Florida in terms of the weather the humidity and heat
3: Absolutely we have we have the same climate as yeah. um, Florida exactly the same We're on the same um, latitude uh, you know on the same lines and on the west which is about an hour, walking from here so 10 minutes in the car okay. the um atlantic ocean there's nothing in between photoventura and florida which right. i find quite fascinating you know 5000 kilometers maybe i would try
1: <laughs> <laughs> i was just going to suggest that you could swim over here and not run into anything there's nothing between you no. and here so yeah
3: no I'm, maybe I'm, the old big cargo ship but no
1: Right, uh, you can duck around that, or you know, do the backstroke around the ship, and you know, you'd be fine. Uh, I'm yeah. in Flor, I'm in Florida as well, not as far south as Miami, a few hours north of that. But uh, yeah, I, I can't imagine living in clothes, not working in clothes. You know, I, I told you uh, off air. Uh, you know, it's a nature of studio. We show up, the clothes come off, we work. They go on only when we have to leave, and basically, you do the same thing, don't you?
3: Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. I um, Outside of the resort, you maybe have to put a sarong on or something and then walk to the beach right. and then you can uh, whoop it off again and um, you know, be amongst hundreds, I say hundreds, maybe dozens, because a lot of the beaches are very secluded, um, fellow naturists.
1: And I saw somewhere either an interview with you or something you posted online. Uh, that's how you greet your guests. They show up at a naturist resort. They meet Carrie Jane with no clothes on because... Duh, it's a naturist resort, right? <laughs>
3: Occasionally that happens. I think one of the um one of the journalists was was um uh how how shall we say, expanded, you know, my answer quite considerably. So yes, okay. it does happen. I love um joining guests if they have um a barbecue or, you know, sitting chatting by the pool. Um mm-hmm. but generally, you know, it's it's my business. Um so yeah, but it it's great to meet so many like minded people.
1: Yeah, yeah, very much so. And uh, the joys, you know, we call it here close free living for all the right reasons and uh, just the joys of clothes free living. And let me ask you this question, because I don't have a great answer to give to people. I just know I know what I know, but I don't know how to explain it. So you take somebody, uh, man or woman at this point, probably a woman more likely because they tend to be a little on the shy side when it comes to naturism. If you tell them, mm-hmm. take all your clothes off and walk around in a bunch of people and all of a mm-hmm. sudden you'll feel more secure about yourself. Nobody believes me when I tell them that, but then they try it and they say, wow, this worked. Why does that work? Um,
3: why does it work? It's, that's absolutely true. That's my experience as well, that it, yeah. that it does work. Yeah. And I think because um, we are judged quite often from mm-hmm. what we wear. So, you know, you meet somebody in a designer suit and, you know, expensive shoes and fancy pants, Uh, you make your decision about them. Whereas when we remove all our clothes, we are all equal Mm -hmm. and exactly the same, some larger, some smaller, you know, yeah, and I, it's such a leveling experience for everybody. So therefore, it's it's very freeing and liberating, maybe more so for, for a lady. I don't know. But um, yeah, it's very true. Very true.
1: Yeah, well, women in general have more clothing options than men. They can wear a dress, a skirt, pants, shorts, uh, culottes, they used to call them hot pants. I don't know what the, uh, other options are. Uh, men, mm-hmm. basically, when we go to work in the corporate world, it's suit and tie. You wear a tie, you wear a dress shirt, you wear a coat, get out of the house, go to work women have many more options so when, when you're saying we're going to take all those options away from you you're going to be mm-hmm. naked as a jaybird and you're going to feel great about it a lot of women at first say you know are you nuts <laughs>
3: but yeah but yep. you can confirm yep. that it is true right 100 percent. yes quite yeah. often um a couple will arrive and she is more cautious, you know, the, yeah. the man, the the, the male um, or, you know, if it's same sex couple, one of them uh, will strip off immediately and the other will be a bit more reticent initially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then you see the first day, the second day, more and more clothes come off. Um, and by the end of the week, you know, they are they are unbelievably proud of themselves which they thought would never happen the day they arrived. So it's really exhilarating.
1: Yeah, it really is amazing how that works. Now, as I understand it, you did not necessarily grow up as a naturist, but you found it at some point. How did all of that take place?
3: I did. Well, um, I've had the property 21 years. And initially, um, when I was living in the UK, we rented it to families mainly. And then um, after a divorce 10 years ago, I moved over here permanently and then um, always had guests visiting who asked, could they remove all their clothes, which I've never had a problem with. Right. And um, at, because there's so many naturist beaches here, I mean, there's more naturist beaches in Fertaventura than all the other islands put together. And wow. they are golden sand just you know, like paradise. And so I always ventured onto those natureist beaches myself. And then I had a, a um, an epiphany, if you like, to think why don't I make the, you know, make the villa um, niche market and just go for clothing, you know, clothing optional, mm-hmm. um, which is how I sell it. But the majority of guests come as naturists but there is the option you know you don't it's not you know obligatory that you have to um take your clothes off um you can you know swim in my pool with a costume on if you must um you know i don't have such clear rules um about you know about these things so yeah that's how i you know that's how it started
1: okay there are two schools of thought on that and i basically agree with both of them which is Uh, you know, that ticks people off when I say, well, I agree with everything, (laughs) You know, make a decision. One is it's clothes free period. You get here, you get your clothes off or you got to leave. But that, you know, the people who want to try naturism, that closes them out because they want to show up in their clothes. And like you said, maybe stay in the clothes for a day or two or three and then slowly take off uh, one item one day, a second item the second day and kind of ease into it. And I'm guessing obviously that's your preferred method because that's what you do, right?
3: exactly my resort is perfect for beginners and for people wanting to try naturism um because it's small you know i have just four apartments um, large swimming pool, spacious areas, so none of the guests need to be, you know, um, lying next to a stranger. You know that they might feel intimidated, intimidated by, um, which again is why there is fewer women in naturism. Because in my experience, which is obviously only the only thing I can talk from, it right. can be intimidating. So yes, you know, it's 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 a perfect environment for new naturists here. And then when you get down to the beaches, which is within 10 minutes walk from here, um, you'll see so many people um, without clothes and with clothes. Um, So, you know, mixing, walking along the shoreline. um, So, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, it has to be, let's say, I'll just throw a number out there. You said four apartments, so two people each, just for sake of argument. Mm -hmm. That's eight people. Mm hmm. At the pool, yep. Seven of them are naked. The eighth one, who's fully clothed, at some point is going to say, "Hey, this is. I'm looking kind of silly here. Maybe I ought to join in." And that's really when it begins. To, they begin to enjoy it, right?
3: That's absolutely what what tends to happen. I do take um, single males as well, um, well, and single females, but I get more single males than females, and that traditionally has been an issue, especially in the UK. The the naturist clubs don't accept. Um, single males which i think is quite sad because you're um generalizing that having a single male is going to be a problem um and that's simply not the case um you know it's um yeah it's at the end of the day it's about respect for each other and when i said about the um women, you know, there's fewer women who feel intimidated. I think that, you know, that's one of the reasons that they think that they're not going to have respect. But again, in my experience, there's no issue with that because it's non-sexualized naturism. And I've probably um, skipped to the next question, but I feel passionately that um, it shouldn't be about sex. You know, just because you've got your clothes off Um, doesn't mean anything untoward is going to happen.
1: Well, 100% in agreement here because that destroys the whole concept of naturism. And of course, you know, in our society today, in general, uh, and I know you're big into women's empowerment, and so am I. You know, we need to promote everybody, including women, and get them to do anything that they want to do without having to have a fear of, oh boy, I might get in trouble or get attacked or whatever. Mm -hmm. And a perfect example Uh, The regular listeners to to our show, you know, know that I go naked running on the beach every morning early, you know, when it's still dark. Mm -hmm. So when I go down uh, to the beach every day, it is not a nude beach. It's a public beach on the Atlantic Ocean. Uh, And, uh, you know, I get there. I take my clothes off. I only wear shorts there anyway. I only have one clothing item. And then I run naked carrying my phone and my pair of shorts. And almost every day I go down there and do that. I think if I were a woman, would I do this at four o'clock in the morning, five o'clock in the morning when it's dark and isolated? And my thinking is, no, I wouldn't. But I can do it as a man. That, that to me, that's just not even close to fair, is it? Um
3: no, I think you're yeah. that that's probably true. That it's not something a woman would would choose to do. Um, although here can walk yeah. for 21 kilometers along the ocean nude without, um, you know, well, you have to make sure the tide is, um, is in the right direction, preferably out. But right. um, yeah, you can walk 21 kilometers from okay. Costa Carma, which is where my resort is, down to Morahable. And many, many of my guests actually do that. Wow. And then they'll either get a taxi back or maybe I'll go and pick them up at the other end. But, um, yeah, I'm not sure they, they actually run naked like you do, but they certainly walk naked.
1: Well, that's that's very good. And that's very uh, a very good advantage, uh, obviously, to anybody, but especially to you owning a business there. You can come to my naturist resort and you can walk along the beach nude. I mean, that's a perfect blend of both worlds, isn't it?
3: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And there's just so many nature beaches speeches to choose from here. Yeah. There's, you know, a different nature beach speech for every day of a whole month. Yeah. You
1: know, if, if you chose to. Yeah. Along those same lines, you know, there's a big movement out there. Go topless or free the nipple movement. Yeah. I've been allowed to run around with no shirt forever since I was a little kid. Yeah. I could run around naked as a kid as well. Yeah. Uh, but put that aside, I could I, even today, I could walk out right now to my mailbox. No shirt. No problem. Mm hmm. A woman, for the most part, cannot. How do we fix that?
3: This is so frustrating, and it's one of my um, pet yeah. um, challenges, if you like, yeah. because what is the difference to me? Nothing. A nipple is a nipple, be it on on whoever,
1: right?
3: I think again it's about education and it's about uh, about boundaries you know and, and explaining that you know um that it that it's okay to do this as an example um I was on a cruise recently and um on the terrace there was lots of men american men actually it was american cruise line yeah. um with no tops on and all the women had tops on yeah. apart from me yeah And yes, I did get challenged from the staff, but when I pointed out how is it okay for men to have their tops off and not for women, um, yes, they threatened to take it further, you know, to get the, you know, the senior, you know, bartender to come and, you know, and actually nobody did anything. And what was even more fascinating was the next day there was five or six of us with no
1: tops on. Nice. Well, you set the way, right? You blazed the trail. Lead by example. Will we ever get there where well, women can just it's hot outside, I'm taking my shirt off and I walk around.
3: We will get there. I have no doubt in my mind whatsoever. It will soon be um in my lifetime, it will be acceptable to be topless. In fact, in Spain, they've just um, um legalized. Being um, for, for any person to be topless in all the public areas of swimming pools. Yeah, I did see so that. So, yeah. if, if you're told to cover up, that is an offense. So, that is a brand new law here in Spain. So, you know, which is really exciting.
1: Yeah, finally. Okay, so we're getting some forward movement there. I, I even used to think about that as a kid. You know, we'd be outside playing uh, maybe football or baseball or whatever, running around hot, getting sweaty no shirts and then some girls would come over to join us they'd have to wear a shirt and i thought well that's just not fair it's never been fair has it no it's never been fair it's ridiculous the same
3: as um um you know why yeah. is breastfeeding in public frowned upon you know we should still be able to to yeah. you know do that wherever and whenever there's a need
1: yeah no i agree and uh i'm seeing that more and more finally and it it, it went from no breastfeeding in public to, okay, I'll breastfeed in public, but I'll have a towel over the baby and myself so nobody sees. Yep. And now I've seen women, even at restaurants, n- no cover, just the breast comes out, the baby starts eating, which is, by the way, in case anybody wanted to look it up, 100% normal and natural. That's how babies get their nourishment most of the time when they're infants, right?
3: Yes, Absolutely. Um, as I say, the the whole yeah. <laughs> nipple um, saga frustrates me um, beyond explanation. And I now I I don't see I don't see any part of history that has meant that anybody had to cover up.
1: Well, I mean, at some point, men got fully in charge and basically made the rules for the men and women, and women you have to keep your shirts on. I'm guessing that's probably how it happened, right?
3: You're probably right. The rule was made by a man for sure. So, but now, um, you know, like so yeah. many laws, yeah. it, you know, it's it's out of date, so it needs to change. And with that, I think, um, and, and because yeah. women are becoming more empowered, I think it will be in, you know, this generation, if not the next, where it's all totally acceptable. The, the same with gay rights. You know, it wasn't so long ago that um, same-sex relationships, let alone marriages, were frowned upon. Well, now, I mean, I have uh, lots of same-sex couples here, which is really, really good. And I'm quite proud of that, you know, that they can come and be and feel um, um, confident enough to, um, you know, to come on the nature's holiday together.
1: Yeah, that could not have happened, let's say, 30 years ago, you know, a generation ago. There's no way that could have happened. It probably would have been against the law, but now uh, laws allow, and hopefully we'll get there with the whole free the nipple thing. It's just the most ridiculous restriction that I can think of, and hopefully we'll get there. Yes. Back to, uh, uh, you know, before we move back to naturism in your resort, one of the things I've always noticed is on a textile beach, a clothed beach, people have suits on. It's kind of a an unfriendly atmosphere to me. You know, you're walking down the beach and everybody kind of has that body posture, don't talk to me, don't look at me. Who do you think you are? Uh, but at a naturist resort or naturist beach, it seems like everybody is really friendly and open. You know, you walk down the beach, "Hey, how you doing?" "Hey, want to come over here and have some lemonade or whatever?" I'm sure you've noticed that too, right? Absolutely.
3: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, um quite often, um I mean, sometimes I do have groups of um guests stay here who know each other previously from um naturist um resorts you know that perhaps they re- belong to at home naturist clubs or whatever um but when i have um people who don't know each other so say four different people either singles or um or couples um that don't know each other Within hours, they're sharing a drink round um, round the pool, and then they've you know decided to organise a barbecue on the back terrace in the evening, um, which is fantastic. And then um, just recently, I had a group of people who had organised a reunion here from last year, which was amazing. So they'd sort of kept in touch, and then decided all to come at the same time. So it was just brilliant, really good. And now, you know, it's more like friends coming um, together than, you know, naturist guests, you know, because we all know each other.
1: Yeah. Well, that's very good to hear. Now, back to your your naturism story for a moment. You didn't discover naturism until you bought the home in the Canary Islands and started to visit there, or were you involved in it before that?
3: No, just since I came here. But I've been coming here to Photoventura for 21 years. Right. So, um, you know, I've always practiced it. And with my ex-husband, we always used to go um, nude on the beaches. Um, But I just didn't didn't, you know, I guess I didn't really realize there was an opportunity to run a business um, out of it. So so that was, um, you know, that was the year before COVID when I started. Um and yeah it was it was like why on earth didn't I do this years
1: ago it's so yeah. fantastic yeah. yeah it's right there in the backyard of all the nude beaches it has to be perfect you know for travelers looking for a nature vacation And before we get to your resort what's this you work for uh, the guy who is now king charles Yes,
3: nothing to do with naturism. Come on, you know, let's not um, create (laughs) our own headlines here. But um, yes, I did. I worked for him for 10 years um, for the Prince's Trust. He was a patron for many, many Mm -hmm. years because he's passionate about helping young people. And um, so I worked for, for his charity. Um, in fact, they helped me, and then years later, I began um, working for them. So, so that was yeah, it was it was great. I mean, not as um, glamorous and exciting as being a theatre producer, of course, but um, right. but it, it right. you know it had its moments. Going to the <laughs> going to the palace and meeting um you know the Queen who
1: passed last year. So yeah, it was very very good, fun times. Wow, very good. Now, just out of curiosity, when you were a theater producer, was that all, uh, did you do any naturist theater or was it all Shakespeare and whatever else is out there?
3: Well, now I think about it, which is very interesting, Mm -hmm. isn't it? How we sort of, you know, project these things into the universe and, um, you know, then it happens. Because if somebody had told me, you know, 15 years ago, this is what I would have been doing, I would never have believed them.
1: The terrific Carrie Jane from the BHH Naturist Resort in Fuerteventura, the Canary Islands. You can go to her website right now and check her out, naturistcanaries.com. Maybe book your stay and certainly sign up for her weekly blog. You sign up and every week you get a notification from her. And we will get to part two of my interview with Carrie Jane from the BHH Naturist Resort on next week's show. Well, you've been listening to Naked, Nudist, and Naturist, episode 15 today. We really thank you for being with us. We love being with you. We love that you are with us. We are in this together, helping each other to live the clothes-free life. And we are glad that you take us with you wherever you go. We are there on your phone, your tablet, your computer, Naked, Nudist, and Naturist, living the clothes-free life along with you. Living the clothes-free life for all of the right reasons. What are you going to do today? Whatever you're going to do today, clean the garage, work in the house, maybe go to work, maybe enjoy the beach or the pool or something else, we hope you do it clothes-free, physically, mentally, spiritually, and emotionally. The benefits are over the top great, but you already know that because we are one and the same, living the clothes-free life. Well, thank you for listening today to Naked, Nudist, and Naturist, episode 15 today. We give you a brand new show every Saturday morning at 6 o'clock a.m. Eastern Time. Continue to join us. Check us out on our website, NakedNudistAndNaturist.com, Spotify, Google, Amazon slash Audible, Apple Podcasts, and also on Twitter. You can write us anywhere, anytime, any place. and we thank you for being with us today. Plan to join us for every single one of our shows here and have your clothes off when you're listening. We have our clothes off when we're broadcasting, enjoying the naturist life.
0: We celebrate clothes free living for all. Remember to enjoy being naked and join us again for Naked Nudist and Naturist.
1: We drop a brand new show every Saturday morning, so come back and join us. Have your clothes off when you do for Naked Nudist and Naturist. Have a great clothes free day.